turtle on my name. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Bed Talks. Uh, Kay and I are back with another special guest. Like we said, we're going to use this period of time. We know people are very COVID focused, but we want to use this time to inspire, uh, to give people some new things to think about during this time. Because when you have downtime, it's also a time to be productive and creative and to build for the next phase. So with that being said, we want to welcome our special guest today to the show, Robert Dunn. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. What's going on, y'all? So, how you guys doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Like I said, I like what you said, your little intro, man. Just trying to stay productive. You know what I mean? Taking this opportunity. I look at it as an opportunity anyway. So, uh, yeah, man, I really appreciate it. Well, you got to understand, too, a lot of people are forming six packs. Um, Robert, in lieu of this four-week uh, <laughs> hiatus, I mean, people that I didn't even know before, uh, I'm they sending pictures like, check this out, okay? And I'm like, who are you? You know, where did that six-pack come from? In other words, man, people are just finding, like you said, ways of being productive, even if it, even if it pertains to wellness, exercise, you know. So, yeah, man, there's going to be a lot of befores and afters. I can see that already when yeah. this quarantine is lifted. I think that'll be the next, like, post, actually, before and after the quarantine pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, well, you be all better not telling what y'all been doing all day because <laughs> you're going to miss a lot of people. Oh, that is true. We've been grilling, guys. So, like, we, we won't get on that food conversation because um, the challenge I had in the beginning of the quarantine, honestly, was socially distancing myself from the refrigerator um, because you being at home more, it's like you're more apt to, like, you know, go and snack and eat. So. Comfort food. Comfort I mean, food, yeah. Comfort so, Robert, just to tell the listeners a little bit about our history, why don't you tell them a little bit about your podcast and how the two of you, the two of us actually met one another? Yeah, man. I mean, I started the podcast about, I want say about two years now. I think this is year three, uh, I want to say. But yeah, I started, it was it's kind of a long story, but pretty much one thing led to another, and I just kind of found myself in a position which I wanted to speak about a lot of things, because uh, when it comes to relationships, my thought process isn't really like, oh, I just want everybody to have a great relationship and be happy. I mean, I hope that happens. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but... For me, it was just seeing so much nonsense, you know, and I just it was just frustrating me. So I really kind of came into this frustrated, and uh, but that gave me a lot of energy for it and gave me a lot of passion for it because I don't like seeing unnecessary pain, and so that was really my my intention initially. And then obviously I wanted to be able to get other voices on, and really I was specific when it came to women because I wanted you know I know what us what we think. You know, I know how we go about things, but I wanted to make sure that when I was having conversations that I was bringing that other element into it so that we could have that balance so we can have both sides, quote unquote, to it and make sure that we're, you know, just getting as balanced and as overall as possible. And so in that vein, that's when I started looking and then I kind of randomly came upon this article written by you. I forgot which one it was exactly, but I was just like, wow. You know, like that's what I'm looking for. She knows what she's talking about. So I was you know, kind of crossing my fingers since we reached out to you. And and thankfully, you, you reached back and you gave me a chance. And you know, we, do, we did many shows together before I kind of got sick and I had to go through all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was just one of those things to where when you're kind of pursuing what you're supposed to be pursuing, kind of the door is kind of open, you know, and the right people seem to be available when you need them to be available. And so that's kind of where, you know, short story of it. Yeah, and we'll get into later, we'll tell people like where to find your podcast, because you do, you have really a great perspective on relationships, you're very balanced with it, 
um, and pragmatic and reasonable. You're also a millennial, so like you are dating in a different type of era in a way, right? Just with uh, the social media aspect of things and just the way relationships form a little quicker than normal. Um, so yeah, so today we, we thought we would talk about how we can understand ourselves better based on who we're attracted to. And so tell me, like when you were thinking about this topic, what came into your mind about what we would talk about? Uh, when I was thinking about it, well, cause I guess it's pretty much been based off what I've been dealing with lately, just on my own show. But uh, one of the things like you kind of alluded to about dating kind of in our generation, just in just this day and age in general, is that everything moves so much quicker. Mm-hmm. It's making a lot quicker decisions. But the problem with that is, is that we aren't really valuing people as much. We're not really taking the time as much. And more so than not, we're not taking the time to understand ourselves. And so when you have to go quicker, you really got to know what you're looking for because, you're, you know, you're having to make judgments and decisions. Obviously, we would all like it to go to a place where we can, you know, go about it in a nice, you know, slow you know, process or whatever. But that's just not the reality anymore. And so I think people are making decisions and not really understanding why they're attracted to what they're attracted to. And then they keep getting in these situations where they don't understand uh, why things are kind of happening and turning out the way they are. And so I'm a big believer that you can't make good decisions if you don't really know why you're making them or where they're coming from. And so that was really the idea behind that talk, because I want to make sure that people understand that, with, you know, if you're trying to get out of some cycle or some continuous, you know, walking around the mountain type of situation that a lot of us feel like we're in, then the only way to get out is to see clearly. And you can't see clearly until you understand yourself. And so that's kind of where, I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I think the foundation of what you attract is totally based on who you are. And if things keep recurring and you keep revisiting similar themes at a certain point, there's something within you that's bringing that theme out. You know, there's a lesson you haven't learned yet that keeps recurring or happening. So yeah, I think the foundation definitely starts with you. And I, and it doesn't mean because like, oh, I'm so confident, I have great self-esteem, I'm in tune with myself that you're not gonna attract people that aren't compatible or who might not be good partners for you. But I think there's definitely a theme that we probably have observed with friends, family members, where they're like, I always get this type of person. And when it's happening three, four, five times, six times, <laughs> then there's a, there's something you're not dealing with. It's good you say that, too, you know, because uh, there's a saying, you know, if you keep following the same repeated patterns, you can't point the finger outward. You have to start pointing the finger inward. And it's it's so true. Even what Robert is saying, um, I'm a firm believer that, yeah, patterns, even though they may hurt rhythms, though they may hurt. If you really take a tally of them and you recognize whether it's the third, fourth, fifth, sixth time, even if it's pertaining to a job, if, if things keep failing, yes, it is a pattern. But yes, you also have to look at yourself and realize, man, is this really what you are attracting? You know, um, and and a lot of people don't want to deal with that. Um, uh, Robert touched bases on, uh, you know, people in a rush for everything now. No one wants to take the time to understand why it is they're doing what they're doing, why they like what they're like. And then we end up holding the question mark as to why it happened. Well, we never put the emphasis or put the time into to why we feel the way that we feel, you know. Um, so I, I just I, I do believe that, yes, those patterns may hurt sometimes when we see that it's us that keep making the repetitive patterns. Um, but as the old saying goes, the truth may hurt, but it eventually sets you free. 
right. Yeah, I was just thinking about, you know, what both of you guys were saying, and I was processing it. And the other piece, I think, is that we're sometimes afraid to take that step back and just actually think about it, you know, versus jumping into it. And that's hard for some people. They they don't heal through a, a situation. They immediately are looking to jump to the next thing to kind of deal with that pain. And so in doing that, they mask or not really address a lot of the issues that keep happening over and over. So I think that COVID-19 presents a unique opportunity in a way because it gives us a lot of time for self-reflection and a, a chance to recalibrate how we think about our relationships. And also with couples who are stuck with each other <laughs> right now, um, I think it's a test of like your compatibility because a lot of times we have a lot of things we could be distracted with so that we don't have to deal with ourselves, right? Or with our issues within our relationship. But for the first time, people are really stuck with having to face things head on. Right. You're gonna you're gonna see what you have. And you, you gotta see what you have. And I know we're so afraid of of really putting ourselves in those positions to where what we have actually has to be tested, but it has to be tested. Uh, I remember hearing the story about a or it was a story, but the guy told me something that if you blindfold somebody and have them start walking, even in a straight line, eventually if they keep walking, they're gonna end up walking in circles. Mm. And to me that was so significant. Uh, especially in regards to relationships, because that's exactly it. Like I said, we've been talking about patterns and just being able to have to be self-reflective because if you're blind, you're going to keep walking in circles. So everybody who feels like they just keep seeing the same things over and over again, you keep dealing with the same thing over again. There's something that you're not seeing. But I think the problem is a lot of times the thing I think that we think we are not seeing is outward. And so we're always going to information and please keep listening to our podcast, but, (laughs) uh, there's an element of it that that has to come from you and there's there's certain things that you can't see unless they're they come from the end that 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 revelation right this is why so much right now is about discernment and that's one of the hardest thing to talk to people about is discernment because it's not uh you can't really grab that as as much as people would like but it's so important and, and we need to get more into a place where we can trust our instincts so we can start dealing you know allowing our tools to work better for us because exactly that it's like this quarantine is going to force you to have to deal with some stuff one way or another and if you can see this as an opportunity and you have to look at those things like i said kate was saying that earlier man you, i mean it's tough but the truth will set you free why set you free because the truth gives you sight allows you to see right. when you can see you can move forward Yes, absolutely. And you know, me and Kay talk about this a lot. You see self-love everywhere. I love myself so much. And me, I think that... <laughs> me, 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 and more me. <laughs> and as you can see, it kind of annoys Kay a little bit, not because he doesn't believe in self-love, but I think the part that people miss about self-love, which is what you're talking about too, is the self-accountability piece. Mm-hmm. And that's the digging in and the accountability to recognize where you're, you could be part of the problem. Mm-hmm. That you know, when you're in a relationship, is equal you know, it's equal sides that both people contribute to that relationship. So if you can't take that time to dig deep to understand, you know, what your your challenges are and address them, then you like you say, you go in this circular motion just like the person that's blindfolded. You're just you go in the same patterns over and over. I mean, you know, and, and I, as Eno said, I don't want people thinking that I'm not about self love. I am. Um, but when you don't want to love yourself, meaning you don't want to take accountability, 
I find that to be very uh, contradictory. Um, uh, Self-love is, is important. We all need it. We all must have it. Um, but, you know, it's an old saying, you can either make choices or you can make excuses. And it's like we kind of pick and choose. Oh, I'm just going to make an excuse. Well, no, you, sh you should have really looked back on it and, and, and realized you made a choice. And we don't want to face those choices that we make, um, which, uh, of course, equals to uh, making excuses. So, yeah, self-love is a great thing. But again, if you keep attracting the wrong thing, hint, hint, time for self-evaluation. That's absolutely true, man. I mean, I don't want to talk to you until I know that you're willing to take responsibility. <laughs> to be honest, like I'm at that place now where I see how important, I mean, even things where I truly believe aren't my fault, I'm going to try and find some way to take accountability for it, even if it's just a small port. Mm -hmm. Nothing else, I chose it. At the end of the day, I didn't get a gun put to my head in order to deal with you. Mm -hmm. Because I understand that in order for me to be able to not be a victim, I have to be able to make a choice to get myself into a better situation. And I can't do that if I'm never taking responsibility. That means it is your fault. That means you had the decision and you had the choice based uh, to, to uh, have it set up however it is it's been set up. But uh, it's it's hard to talk about to people because you know people don't want to hear that, especially when they've been hurt. Right. right. And that's the last thing people want to do right. <laughs> is try to, to, to take their side or take their responsibility or take their part of the, the situation. But again, uh, there, there's certain things you can't get around. And I think one thing that relationships shows you is that even in today's world, even with the online dating and the, all the different situations that we have today, the certain principles will always remain. There's certain things you can't go around. If you do certain things, regardless of what you look like, your situation is not going to work for you. And so if, if, if you're not taking this foundational stuff seriously, then you are going to keep getting the same thing because, you know, people sense certain things about other people. I can't even call it. Some, you just know when certain people, I, don't, I probably shouldn't say this, but even as a guy, you just know certain women are more vulnerable than others, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's just the It's called our instinct and our right. intuition for sure. So... It's, it's you have to start there. I can't talk to you about anything else until we start with responsibility because that's the only reason way you're going to heal from all the other stuff that you've dealt with in your past. Right. So we can at least get to zero. <laughs> Let's just get to zero so we can build because I can't, we can't build in the negative. So, so from your perspective, how does someone know that they are like in a good place with themselves based on what they're attracted to. I mean, you talk to a lot of experts. I am a relationship expert. I don't want, I'm, I'm going to speak on it, but I want to hear what your perspective is and what you've heard from the people you speak with who are experts. How do people know they've reached a good place? Because some people, I think the other side of the coin is when you are living in something that is a norm to you, even if it's unhealthy, you know, I should say if something's unhealthy, if it can easily become a norm to you because you don't know anything different. So some people can't recognize it because a lot of times we're too close to ourselves. And I think that's why relationships become tricky because when you're in a relationship, you're exposed, right? There's another person on the other side observing all your behaviors. And it's almost a mirror that you kind of don't always want to look into. And they're telling you. Uh, you know, hey, this is going on. This is, you know, this. I see this. This isn't right. And sometimes the the natural inclination for people is to say, no, that's just me. I have to be me. And it's not about losing who you are, but there is a balance of being open, right, to constructive feedback, especially if it's a pattern of feedback you've heard over and over. So just based on people you talk to, Robert, and your own, your own opinion too, how do people know when they've reached a good place? 
based on who they're attracting? I mean, what are some of the signs you think that are evident there? I think one of the big things that stuck out to me immediately uh, when you were talking, when you asked was uh, you get to a place where you know you're in a good place when you're more concerned about making decisions that, that are authentic and feel right to you and you stop being so dependent on outcome. And so it, what this looks like is that you're finally able to say, I'm looking at the situation. I know how I feel about it. I know what I think about it. And this is the conclusion I've come to. This is the decision I want to make. And this one feels most right to me at this point. And that is the victory. Whatever happens after that, you realize you've lived enough life or you've gone through enough to realize that that's just, you know, it, it depends because you're not, you're no longer in control of what happens once another person gets involved because they have their own decisions to make. They have their own thoughts and feelings or wherever they're bringing to the table. When you can finally get to a place when you understand that making a decision that feels right to you is most important and you're hoping for a good outcome, you know, you're hoping for, you're working towards a good outcome and you're, you're you know, you're, you're doing the practical, pragmatic things to get it to a good place. But you realize that ultimately what I have control of is just my decisions. Mm -hmm. And if I can make a good decision, the decision that's not coming from fear or from desperate or neediness or hunger, you know, when I'm actually making a balanced decision, when I'm in a place where I don't feel like I'm just keep trying to get something into my life, that's when you know you're in a good spot. So uh, it's, again, because when you give the advice, when you talk about all of these type of things, again, people forget you have only so much you can do and, and be responsible for. Be responsible, like we are talking about, but there's, there's a limit to that because you're dealing with another human being. And, you know, we have to understand that we, this is what makes it difficult because we got to combine the, those two people and we got to give and take and there's a balance and there's all these things that can come along with it. But a certain level of peace comes when you're able to start making decisions that feel right for you. And with the hope of, again, uh, progressing to a, a, the outcome that, that's desirable. But, but ultimately, you have to be able to be able to make decisions from a good place and get to a healthy place. So that's what I've seen mixed with my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you something. Um, do you think it takes other people for us to better understand ourselves? Um, what I simply mean is, you know, there are times when I think Elizabeth spoke on this, you know, where others may actually understand you better than you understand you, or others may actually see you in a particular way that you don't see yourself. So do you think that it takes others for you to better understand yourself than you just understanding yourself? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I do. I do think it takes others uh, to a certain degree. Hmm. Uh, we can't do this thing by ourselves. Right. And you're right. There's a there's a responsibility that we have to pursue information and knowledge and wisdom. But there's a lot of things that can't be completed until we interact with other people, hmm. right? Just like if you try to tell a guy, like you know, he's coming to you wanting to know how to how to get a date, how to get a girl, whatever, right? It's like okay, you can tell him practical stuff. But at the end of the day, he needs to go out there and actually interact with women, even if he's getting rejected, because there's certain things we can't tell him without, you know, without him being able to interact right. and see the nuances, you know, and the little things. So it is, this is a tough balance. Like I said, it, it's a tough, tough balance because you that line is so thin, you can go, the scale can, 
you know, tip one way too much on one side to the other and you can get in trouble because if you've got too dependent on other people Mm -hmm. to figure out who you are, then obviously we understand where that leads. Same time, if you're isolated and you're a loner and you're just thinking all these thoughts to yourself, you're not actually right. bouncing. You have anyone to validate his guess, Because I get, I mean, you know, people. I mean, there's celebrities you can tell, like you think a lot, but you don't talk to anybody. Right. right? You're not. Right. You're not testing this out in the real world, and so it, it is about. But yes, we absolutely need other people. This thing, we were never supposed to do anything by ourselves, mm-hmm. but we also were never supposed to be so dependent on other people that we didn't see our own value. Our own gifts and talents, and uh, and all the things that we bring to the table, and everyone thinks everyone else is better than them, and no one knows themselves anymore. So maybe right. this again kind of goes back to this opportunity for people to actually get to know them, mm-hmm. and you know, which so, will yeah. help, which will help with what you attract. Because <laughs> if you know uh, you, absolutely. you're gonna you're gonna align with people that are more on the mm-hmm. same page. I liked a couple of things that you said. I, I think that again, just digging into it a little more. You're right. I think it's a confidence in who you are and learning who you are. I think it's also working within a relationship when you've matured and you know that you are doing it the right way, you're intentional about what you're doing. It's a more mature approach. So when you recognize that maybe there isn't compatibility, the way you would communicate that might be very different than if you're not at the point of being mature, right? As far as the ghosting. To me, like ghosting is like, really, I know it happens. I know why it happens. I get it. We've even had a show about it, <laughs> me and you. <laughs> but still in my mind, I think when you reach a, a, a sense of yourself um, that you would have that conversation and say, you know, this isn't working and you would be strong enough to, to walk away from it and not keep feeding it. Um, and I think that's that different le- level of understanding yourself better, which in turn helps you to attract better because you're going to take away people that aren't the right fit. You know what I'm saying? You're going to you're going to remove yourself from that equation, but you're going to do it in a more mature way. Um so I, I I like what you said though about to the other piece of it. You're right. We're not meant to operate on our own. There's power within partnership, right? Right. There's power within a team, and I always say that, you know, when I coach women and I tend to attract women that are very independent women and I apologize the audience I have the <laughs> the kitchen timer on. <laughs> But um, so I'm going to just turn it off for a second. But, um... <laughs> no, but to be honest, I really like what you said, because that's something uh, you used a word that I've really been like focusing on right now. And that's intentionality, being intentional. And that's so huge because we're all starting to learn, especially people in my generation, we're starting to learn that this stuff isn't for kids. You, know, you, you can play around, but people, the pain is real. So you can keep joking around, but at the end of the day, uh, if you don't grow up, if you don't understand how to have an adult relationship, how to make adult decisions, then yes, you are just going to keep having a terrible experience because the way it's set up right now, if you're not coming correct, it's brutal for you. Right, I mean, right. It's, it's brutal. And I was and I was just going to say to add to that, like I, when I coach women who struggle sometimes in relationships because they're very successful, they're very independent, right? And I always tell them there's a difference between being independent and interdependent. So being independent, you know, means you're really used to being self-sufficient, doing things on your own. And within a a business setting or career setting, that works well because the things that propel people to the top of an organization is them being pretty strategic, politically savvy, you know, overperforming, being a tremendous independent performer, but also working within a team. 
But with you, within a relationship, those same qualities that may make you successful within a career setting can derail you in a relationship because when you're with someone else, it is a team framework, right? There are two people working together. So being interdependent doesn't mean you just give in and you, you don't have any independence, but it's a balance of recognizing where each person is stronger than the other and leaning into that and having enough uh, faith and enough um, of an ability to like recognize that man when we work together we go further we go faster um, and, and to trust but that requires a good self foundation right as well that we just talked about of understanding yourself and understanding the other person and that I don't think you can elevate to that until you really have that understanding of yourself So on that note, is there anything else like that you wanted to add before we start to wrap up our show about this topic? I think it's a pretty interesting topic uh, because like you said, I think people do struggle uh, with it. And I think that we can get better at it. And like you said, this is a great opportunity for us to kind of do a lot of examination of ourselves. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? Well, I mean, like I said, I guess we can talk about this stuff all day, but um, I think just what's most important is that you need to understand that water rises to its own level. You know, like attracts like. And so whatever it is that you're trying, what you're attracted to is on some level a reflection of who you are, but don't allow it also at the same time to be like set in stone either, right? We're always gonna be growing. We're always gonna be trying to better ourselves and we're learning new things every day and i don't want people a lot of people are getting discouraged right now because they believe they just keep they're not lovable or they're not able to get access to the to the level of the quality of people that they want and obviously they the first thing people do is to turn that on themselves but one thing that you have to learn or what i'm learning anyways about life is just that ultimately people are going to do what they're going to do people are going to be attracted to the weirdest things for the yeah. weirdest reasons right and so if i'm basing my self-esteem or my value based on who likes me then i'm going to be in a tough place because some people are going to love you some people are going to depending on who you're talking to and what stage in life people meet you at Right. Right. So at the end of the day, it's 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 good to be able to be aware of who you're drawing. But at the same time, make sure that you're sticking to your own goals and your own values and what your own vision is for your own life and for your own relationship, because ultimately you're going to manifest whatever it is that you're thinking about the most. And if you keep telling certain things about yourself and again, this stuff is easier said than done when it comes to to kind of changing your, your, your thought process about yourself and, and other people. But it is a process and you have to understand that this is a process. And if you, there's no shortcuts to it either, but if you do the work and if you spend just half the amount of energy on understanding you as you do trying to figure out other people, then you're going to be able to position yourself in a much better way to be able to be successful at whatever it is you're trying to achieve. That is like so well said. I couldn't have summed that up more beautiful. <laughs> That's awesome. Is there anything you want to add, Kay? No, um, you know, we, we're, we're talking about, you know, uh, knowing ourselves better um, and pretty much attracting who we are. Uh, but let's not forget, sometimes opposites still attract. because you need that you need that yin and yang you need Mm -hmm. that that positive and negative you need that compliment you can't partner with somebody who does the same thing you do exactly Exactly. (laughs) Uh, so can you oh go ahead what were you gonna say i'm sorry oh no i was just gonna say like 
just again it's understand that in order to 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 be progressive you need someone to add what you do not have and so that's like i said i'm glad you said that because that's such an important part like it's it's not about just different for the sake of difference it's complementary differences right. you know if i'm if i make macaroni i don't need you to make you know strawberries i need you to make cheese <laughs> okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't need a i don't need to partner with the strawberry person partner with the cheese person so let's look at not just difference for the sake of difference but you know be smart about it. <laughs> well, Robert, thank you so much for your time today. We so appreciate you. Definitely appreciate it. And we enjoyed having you on the show. Can you tell listeners if they want to tune in to some of your podcast shows? Because he does really great topics as well, how they can find you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first off, thank you guys for, for, for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's Again, it's always uh, an amazing thing when you have quality people wanting to hear your, your advice. It's like we were talking about when you're attracting you know, quality people that, you know, you're, you're on the right track. And so as long as I keep getting asked by, by people such as yourselves, I know I'm on the right track. So I really appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, personally, you can find uh, my podcast on iTunes, the Ryan group podcast.com um, website. Uh, if you just type in the Orion group um, podcast in Google, I'm sure you'll find something too. So can you spell but, it too for people so they know. Oh yeah. It's Orion. O R I O N. So, right. uh, you don't know how to spell the other words. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be called going back to school. <laughs> Use this quarantining wisely. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining our show. Hopefully we'll be able to do another topic sometime in the future. And we're going to leave it on that note, guys. I hope that you got something out of this show and that afterwards that you'll be attracting people that are healthier partners for you. Um, Until next time, XOXO, and please remember to subscribe to future episodes of our podcast on the Anchor app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Take care.